The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Intrust Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens of Jibalande. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA Powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us. We truly appreciate you checking us out. In the house, my friend. Let's get it straight okay, from the right. get-go. Okay. My friend, the Carnahan Group. That's e. what's up. I think that she would agree that she's my friend as well. <laughs> well, I'll let you have this one, Don. Thank I'll you. let you have this one. one. Welcome. Fighting Thank over, you. Fighting over I'm Cindy. I'm glad to be here, <laughs> even though Don's here. <laughs> See? I told you she was my friend. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. I got it wrong yeah. again. <laughs> well, if you would, please tell our listeners who you are and what you do. My name is Cindy Carnahan, and I am a real estate broker with Reese Nichols, South Central Kansas. I'm also with the Carnahan Group, and I have lived in Wichita all my life. I never left home. Oh, wow. That is a wonderful story. East High. East High. It's okay. Would you like to hear the alma mater? Oh, not today, please. Not today. (laughs) Can you? You can sing, right? I can. Let her sing alma mater. I'm going to sing it. Oh, oh. Well, what's the no. point? <laughs> we can read it. I thought you was going to sing it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. See, we go back. I, I see. We go back a long, a long way. Long. Okay. I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> but so tell us, Cindy. Okay. So you have, you've been in real estate your entire career? This is my 48th year. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Whoa. Thank so you. What made you get into this business? Well, I got a degree in elementary education. I found out it was a calling, and I had not been called. Hmm. I decided. Okay, like I said. "Hmm." I loved the children. I really couldn't stand their parents. Mm. It was really, I cared so much about the children, Mm. and I'm so empathetic that I wasn't good at it. Just that simple. I was not good at it. So I went to my dad. It sounded like this. Dad, I can't do this. He said, well, you can get a real estate license and I'll hire you, but I won't support you. Oh. So I had a summer that I was going to be paid as a teacher. And I decided I'll go get a real estate license and I'll see if I can do this. And so the first year I made $9,000. That the would entire have, year? The entire year. That okay. would have been what I would have made if I had been teaching right. that okay. year. So I, it took about eight years. And, of course, I was young. I was mm-hmm. 22 years old. So it was tough. But Daddy kept throwing me up in the air, and finally I flew. 
And so I worked for him for 13 years. And then he decided to retire at 72. And I decided, well, I'll go work for my largest competitor and see how that goes. And then I was given an opportunity. Reese Nichols came calling and said, would you consider putting in a company-owned store? And I said no three times. I said, no, I'm in a company-owned store. Why would I change? That doesn't make any sense, especially at the age I was when they asked. And so they came back and said, what if we give you a franchise for all of South Central Kansas? And I said, I'm your girl. I'd be happy to do that. And it became really exciting to think about creating something brand new, creating something from the ground up, developing a culture that was different somehow. The real estate business, of course, being in it for 48 years, I've seen a lot of change. Yeah. But it's not all been good change. Like any industry, we started out learning how to be in relationships, and then we started to let technology take over that piece of our job and it doesn't work in the real estate business. So I was able to get together with some like-minded people who wanted to create something that was collaborative, not competitive. The real estate industry is very siloed. There's the Carnahan Group. There's individual agents. They go into their offices and they shut their door. Yeah. There's not that much collaboration. And there needs to be a lot more in order to really effectively represent buyers and sellers. Mm -hmm. So I said, we're going to be collaborative, not competitive. Okay. And we're going to have an open door concept where people can talk. We're going to provide state-of-the-art training so that people can learn to be more representative of their clientele, to be to build relationships. And you know this, Don, better than anyone. Creating relationships is a real gift. It is an honest gift. And not everybody can do it. It's true. We have 2,500 real estate agents in this city of Wichita. Whoa. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever tried to hire that skill set. But when you try to hire someone who's helpful, someone who cares deeply about other people, that's hard to find. Yes, it is. Yeah, I tried to do that with Ebony. So I have to go with the next in line. So it is what it is. is, No, that is important. So, Cindy, can you maybe back up and tell our listeners... So is there a difference between an agent, a broker, a realtor? I mean, like, let's, sure. let's dive deep into what this industry looks like. So maybe start from that. Okay. The real estate industry, you must have a broker's license in order to manage people and okay. manage an okay. office. So I have a broker's license. I am not the managing broker of my office as I, that's not my unique ability. But I decided I needed the broker's license. So an agent then works underneath a brokerage. And there's lots of laws that have to do with advertising. You must advertise your broker's name along with your own name. 
Okay. And the broker's name has to be a certain size mm. on the advertising. Wow. Not fine print, huh? Right, exactly. Wow. So there's the National Association of Realtors and then our state and local board of realtors. And we all have to adhere to the code of ethics and we have standards of performance that we're supposed to adhere to. But beyond that, we're independent contractors. So unlike Evergy, you can go in and tell your employees what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. As long as it's legal, they, yeah. will, they will be told to do it. Well, in the residential real estate business, everyone's an independent contractor. You can ask them to conform to the code of ethics, to the standards of being a realtor, of rules that involve your own brokerage firm, but you can't tell them really what to do. So that makes it it a little, yeah, yeah, makes it a little more difficult, makes it really important to make sure you're hiring the right people that, that get your culture. Right. So for instance, in the the Carnahan group is a team of people that have come together to share technology and support staff and ideas, marketing. And they have come together with a set of rules all of our own that we adhere to. We want to be, one of the things I say, I want to be happy, healthy, helpful, and humble, honest, and grateful all day. Wow. If I can get that done, I'm good. You're good. I'm good. What was that again? Healthy? Happy, healthy. Happy, healthy. Helpful, and humble. And they're in order. I want to be happy, healthy. Helpful and humble, honest and grateful all day. You threw a G in there. I had yeah. to right. because gratitude's so important. Wow. So we've really, the Carnahan Group has had a wonderful run, and we're excited to be the number one team in the city. It's amazing. In South Central Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. So the Carnahan Group, can you, now you've kind of broken down the brokerage and the individual agency agents. So you've created a group, and you talked about earlier company-owned store. Can you talk to us? What does that mean, per se? So what Reese Nichols wanted, first of all, Reese Nichols is the largest real estate brokerage in Kansas and Missouri. Mm. So they didn't have a presence here in Wichita. Mm -hmm. So they wanted me to open a division of Reese Nichols out of Kansas City. And I said no. And when they asked me if I wanted to do a franchise, that means I own it. And I can call the shots. Wow. Along with my two partners, Brandon Baker and Rochelle Knotts. So I never thought I'd get that opportunity to grow something from the ground up. And it's been so much fun. It's been so much fun. And we, our goal was to have 50 agents Within the first three years. Where are you at now? We have 126 agents and five offices. And it's just been really fun, really fun to watch. So was it just a franchising that really made you say, I will do this? Or even after you decided to do it, was there any intrepidation? Were you scared to make this move? What all went into it besides them saying you can own it? 
Or was that um, it? Or was that it? Well, change is great. You go first. It's, right. It is frightening. Right. It is frightening. I wanted to see if I could do it. Okay. I wanted to see if I could do it. I wanted a challenge. I'm very entrepreneurial. I've started a lot of things. I like to do new things. I'm not afraid of change. I went over to the waterfront. My broker said, you'll have to buy a phone system. And I said, <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I absolutely will have to buy a phone system. Wow. So, but it was fun. And I really believed in the people that I was doing it with. Okay. I believe they knew how to do the things that I don't know how to do. The Carnahan Group has always adhered to the Colby test in order to get the type of people we want that have unique abilities that we don't have. So I, I don't need any more Cindy's. We got Cindy covered. Correct. But the Colby test, I'll just bring this up and you Please. can use it if you want it, but the Colby test, Kathy Colby maintains that we spend the majority of our lives trying to be moderately better at the things we're not good at. Moderately better, okay. Moderately better. Okay. And we do this to our school-aged children, too. We're asking them to get moderately better at the things they're not good at. Okay. So the problem with that is you end up with moderately good weaknesses mm. instead of mm. finding out what people's unique abilities are and putting those people into a career path to put them into a set of things that they're so good at, they don't want to stop. So when you look up at the clock and it's 1 a.m. and you're doing something that you want to keep doing, you're probably working within your unique ability. When I put everybody in my office into their unique ability, I have to tell them when to go home. Yeah. Because yeah. they love yeah. to do they what they're yeah. doing. They're not trying to get moderately better. They're the best. Mm -hmm. Nice. And so I always say my clientele doesn't really, they're not impressed with what I do unless I anticipate what they need. If they have to ask for it, they want me to anticipate their every need. And if you're really good at something, you can. Yeah. Nice. So when did you start the Carnahan Group? I'm going to say about maybe 25 years ago. Okay. And Brandon has been with you almost all that time, right? He has been with me 18 years. Maybe so. Okay. Remember For that. our listeners, who is Brandon? Brandon Brand Baker runs the Carnahan Group okay. and gives me a paycheck, which I just love that about all him. Right. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he really is a tremendous individual, has a very deep care for people. He got the best of his mom and dad. Right. He really is a tremendous person. One last question before we go to break. Superman Clark, her son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we see each other at Livingston's every, not every Saturday, but just about. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, do you give him the tough love onboarding like your dad gave you to come into the business? I think he gave it to me. Oh, oh wow. Wow, Clark's not here. He can't defend no, himself. <laughs> he, he's his own person. And it was really interesting training him to be a realtor. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't easy because I love him so much. Mm -hmm. I wasn't as tough on him as I maybe was on other people, but he taught me so much. I'm not sure who taught who more. Right. 
about staying current, just staying current. And he's not shy. Right. And he's really, he cares deeply about people. This is a cute story about him. One of the times I realized that he had it was he went to Park Lane Towers and a man had asked him to come list their apartment in Park Lane Towers. And he went, older gentleman, and he had a model of an airplane sitting on his desk that Clark mentioned. And he said, well, that's the airplane I used to fly. And the next time Clark went, it was in pieces. It must have fallen to Mm. the floor. And Clark said, do you have a little box? And the man said, sure. And he scooped up all the pieces and he put them back together. Whoa. Wow. That's when you knew. That's when I knew. Yeah. Break time, E. That's great. That's a great great. story. All right, friends, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back to hear more with Cindy and the Carnahan Group. Seeing energy differently means continually working to drive energy prices down, even as costs around us rise. At Evergy, we're relying less on fossil fuels and more on renewable resources. We're investing in programs to help you use less energy, enabling us to decrease our rates over the last four years. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T.com. All right, friends, we are back with Cindy and the Carnahan Group. Cindy, now, most people, I mean, you're well-known. Everyone in Wichita and South Central Kansas knows who you are. I guarantee it. Well, I hope so. I've made a real effort at trying to make sure that's <laughs> Yeah, the they know your name. Wow. And so, but we know you for more than just being a realtor, right? We know you for your service through Rotary, and we know you for the beautiful flowers on Douglas. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So let's talk about that effort on Douglas. Like, what made you decide that we need to beautify this area, and I'm going to do it with flowers? Well, I came out of Century 2 after music theater one night, and I looked around, and I said, oh, my goodness, we got to do something down here. This is bad. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to have to do something. I sold Jeff Fleur his house, and Jeff and I are good friends, and I told him the next time I saw him, I said, Jeff, we have to do something downtown. This is apparently, this is a mess. We've got to fix it. Did you say it just like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there were some other colorful oh, yeah. words that came in. But this is PG. I said, listen, this is not working. We can't have this. And he laughed, and he said, well, as luck would have it, the city just bought 120, 114 pots, and I believe now they do belong to you. <laughs> and if Jeff, yeah. as I know Whatever. Jeff, and I said, hmm, okay, all right. I'll take care of that. Do I have any money? And he said, we have a little money. We don't have enough money, but we have a little money. Mm-hmm. So I went to Letha and Norman Hine. They have Hine Lawn and Landscaping Service, and they've worked for me for 30 years. And 
I'm a gardener. I love to garden. And so I went to them and I said, will you guys do this? And they said, we'd like to be a part of it. Then I decided, well, I got to have some gardeners. I got to have some people. people. I got to have some volunteers. So I went to the extension service and they really wanted an educational piece in order to get involved. Um, and I didn't need education. Yeah. I needed people, people to dig holes. So I wrote a little thank you to the, I can't remember her name, at the extension service and copied, and it was on an email, so it copied all the master gardeners. And that next day at Rotary, Hugh Nix walked up to me and said, I understand you need gardeners to help you with the pots on Douglas. And I said, yes, I do. He said, I want to help. Now, Hugh Nix, he does exactly what he says he's going to mm -hmm. do. And so Hugh got a group of master gardeners that wanted to help. And the first year, we planted 170 flats of annuals in the pots. And when we got them planted, there was no water in downtown Wichita. Oh, so you planted all these flowers, had no way to water them. Concrete uh -uh. No way to water them. <laughs> in comes Jason Gregory, Gregory. who... Poor Jason. Jason's been put in charge of me. So, you, you know. Good luck. That's yeah, my that's homie, Jason. That's a tough gig there. I'm just saying. Well, it is kind of a difficult thing. So, Jason jumped up and said, we're going to have to get an ATV. We're going to have to get a water truck. We're going to have to have water. So, he figured it out. Norman and Letha Hine went down and bought the water truck. It's called the water wagon on the Chisholm Trail. Oh, wow, that's, that's cool. That's nice. And Norman, who's a MacGyver, figured out how to make it work, if you will. And so we had one place we could fill up with water down by Century 2. So you have to fill up that tank seven or eight times a day in order to water all the flowers. Wow. So this year, we're going to have the ability to fill it up, I think, in two or three places. Okay. And, we, and it will fill faster. I'm not sure exactly what they did, but we have, because the labor to wait for that water to get into those tanks is tough. Mm. So I think this is our sixth year. And... We now plant the pots twice a year. We plant them in the early spring. We just plant 100, planted 170 flats of pansies. And in the middle this next week, I think Thursday, we will plant cabbage plants that will grow to fruition. And as soon as they bear the cabbages, then we will donate those cabbages to the Lord's Diner awesome. or to the zoo. Last year, we sent them to the zoo. The monkeys love red cabbages, <laughs> so we don't waste them. Right. The first year, we sent them to the Lord's Diner, and I imagine that 114 cabbages would make a lot of salad yeah, of some yeah. sort. Soup. Yeah, yeah, so. Wow. And then we plant again in June, and that will last until October. The volunteers plant 
and the volunteers remove all the plant material. Mm. We have to change the pots, usually the dirt. We'd like to change the dirt every year because it really makes a difference, not to mention the fact of what people pour, pour in. in the, to, yeah, yeah it's not good. So I was just in gridiron. I don't know if you went to gridiron, mm-hmm. but about flowers on Douglas. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Whoa. Uh, they wanted me to sing a song about <laughs> the plants that were being stolen. Yeah, I heard that you had some interesting lyrics. I did. Let's hear a little bit of that. You <laughs> <laughs> don't want that on. You don't want that on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's not that. It's not that. The lyrics are funny. Yeah. One of the lines said, this is not THC. Baby's breath will not get you hot. Yeah, that's the one I heard about. That is awesome because they do, the the plants somehow come up missing. They are missing. And so we have to order extra that we keep in a greenhouse to bring in and replant. But last year we lost two hanging baskets. We had now, their fourth year, we were able to do hanging baskets Mm -hmm. and Treetop Nursery donates those plants and the growing of those plants. Those plants are under growth now and will be until the 1st of June, and then we'll hang those up. But somebody stole two hanging baskets last year. Now imagine, they're about 15 feet off the ground. How do you even get up there to do that? (laughs) I don't know. You have to make a plan. I mean... Wow. It was not just, oh, here, let's, let's steal these do pots. This. Yeah. Because they weigh 40 pounds apiece. Right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So those types of things are upsetting. People, I was down here one night, and I travel Douglas every day looking at the pots mm-hmm. and just making sure nothing's going down right. or something's wrong. At any rate, there was a woman with a tripod and her daughter was sitting in the middle of the pot. What? I think they were taking senior pictures. Oh, my gosh. I said, John, pull over. He said, no. He said, no. He said, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I said, pull over. Oh, my God. And he pulled over. Oh, he did it. He did it. I got out of the car, and I walked back to the pot, and I looked at them, and I said, I planted every single one of these flowers. You can't sit on them. And the lady was backing up with her tripod, and the daughter was getting out of the pot. Mm-hmm. I picked up the plants that had broken and fallen to the oh, floor, and I threw them down, and I said, thank you. <laughs> and I turned around and walked off, and John got back in the car, and he said, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that was a- <laughs> I'm sitting here with my hands crossed like, oh, my God, what's about to happen? <laughs> Wow. That is wild. And I know we are ending our time here, yeah. and Don has a couple, a couple questions, but I have to ask this. You are such a well-read person, and I know <laughs> that you use different type of business resources. What are some of the, the business resources that you— um... Well, I mentioned the Colby test, K-O-L-B-E.com. We use it. If you're getting a group of people together, wouldn't it be nice to know what their unique abilities is? I don't Mm -hmm. care what they're doing, Mm -hmm. whether they're in your company or they are on a board of directors. Mm -hmm. The Colby test is something you should do. The other thing I brought you, and I tried to buy two, but they only had one. So you 
can share this. This is called The Gap and the Gain. I spent six years in Toronto going to the strategic coach. How many times a year did I go? I went four times a year for six years. And basically, it's an entrepreneurial coach. Well, my, my coach has written a book called The Gap and the Gain. And this is, we dissect books in my leadership group at the Carnahan Group. And we also have a book club at Reese Nichols that dissects business books. And this book will change your life. Oh, wow. It really, basically, we compare everything to the ideal. The ideal children, the ideal car, the ideal home, Uh the ideal everything, the ideal husband, the ideal wife. We compare to the ideal, and that throws you into the gap. Mm. Wow. And you don't feel successful because you're in the gap. The best thing to do is stay out of the gap and realize the best thing is to be in the gain, and you're gaining on whatever it is you're trying to do. Wow. And this is a wonderful book. That's deep. And then the other book is called Who Not How. I realized that I cannot do everything, so I have to get who's. And I can be their who, too. So right now I want to write a book about my mother in color. And she's been a part of my life for 68 years. And so. I'm going to write a book, but I'm not going to write it. I'm going to find somebody else to write it. Yeah. I don't have time to write it, nor do I know how to write it. Don't hire Don, because that is not who you want to. uh, You know what? (laughs) I'm just saying. It's time to go. It's time to go. But at any rate, gap in the game and who not how. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. So as you can see, my life, you dealt with Ebony long enough. (laughs) So now it's time to be rewarded. We're going to do some word association. I'll give you one word. You give me one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Are you ready? I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see. Here Here we we go. go. Leader. Friend. Success. Opportunity. College. Wichita State. Failure. Better. Entrepreneur. Oh. Hold me down. <laughs> Wichita. <clears throat> Home. Vacation. National parks. Hero. My dad. Yeah. Chamber. Governance. Family. Darling. Fun. Garden. Yeah, I can see that. Last but not least, you had to tell the truth, and I can't wait for I'm this answer. I'm interested to know this. <laughs> Beverage. Conundrum Cabernet. Oh, there you wow. go. I couldn't wait. Very nice. Cindy, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Thank you for coming Thank through. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate the opportunity. All right, friends, we've come to the end of today's segment. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And thank you. Please make sure that you share and like us and let us know who you want to hear from next. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net.
The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's Small Business Initiatives are made possible by our Small Business Program Investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.